You're listening to 1232, an audio epic produced by Rumblestump Entertainment. We interrupt this episode to bring you a quick word from our sponsors. Is your tea in the cupboard boring? Is the coffee you buy from the grocery store expensive and crappy? It's time you use our promo code 1232 for 32% off your first order of quality tea and coffee from AtticusTea.com. That's 1232 for 32% off your first order at AtticusTea.com. Hello, 1232 listeners. This is Callie Sue, and I'm excited to tell you about Dramafy, the ultimate platform for creators and fans of audio dramas. With oodles of genres, hundreds of shows, and thousands of episodes, Dramafy is your go-to streaming service exclusively for family-friendly audio dramas. Whether you're a devoted listener or a creator of a family-friendly masterpiece, Dramafy has something for you. And guess what, 1232 listeners? You can now enjoy 1232 on Dramafy. Just go to dramafy.com forward slash 1232. That's D-R-A-M-A-F-Y dot slash 1232 and get started for free. Happy listening. Chapter 6 Taff jolted awake at the sound of the telephone ringing. He had been asleep in Reuben's study in a quilt-covered chair. Blinking and looking around, he noticed it must be almost daylight. When the phone rang again, he lunged for it. Placing the landline up to his ear, the cord dangled and slapped the wall. Hello? A weak whisper on the other end. Taff? Rona, where are you? Taff strained to hear her, leaning into the phone without realizing it. I'm about to cross the line, but I gotta ditch the car. I can't... talk. Rona sucked in a little air and rattled it out again. Coming out of Roswell on 246, the White Oaks Way. Taff heard the phone line go dead. He played her words over in his mind. White Oaks. That wouldn't be easy. A knock on the door made Taff turn quickly. He instinctively put his hand over his knife. Reuben came in. I heard the phone ring. Was it her? It was. I fear I will need to ask more favors of you, Pastor. I must meet her, and I need you to help me. Of course I will help you. What do you need? Taff explained the situation. Take my Jeep. Go across the back roads to avoid the border checkpoint out of Alamogordo. I don't think my van can do that. Reuben smiled. I can't thank you enough, Pastor. I do not know how I can repay you or even bring your jeep back. Where will you go after you rescue her? Under normal circumstances, you could come here. But I don't think this is a safe place to stay. Taff had considered this, but he knew God was a better steward of Reuben than him. If surviving in the wilderness was what it took, Taff was more than equipped. I'll send you to some friends of mine. A rancher and his family that live near the Patos Mountains. They will give you a a safe harbor for the night. Let me show you on the map. Taff nodded while Reuben explained the location. They have a camp up here, beneath the Carrizo Peak. It's where they brand in the spring and pretty close to where Black Dagger discovered you, if I have my directions right. 
I think they may let you stay there. I'm going to go fill up the jeep. You should get a little rest before you go. I'll be back. Reuben left quietly without waiting for Taft to answer. Underneath the surface, Taft's longing for home was always there, flowing through everything and always beckoning to him. He understood now that not choosing his side was electing to become a tool in the enemy's hands. Each time he fell into reflection, he had to marvel at how much like his brother he had become. If it is even possible to return... He heard a car pull up outside. He stepped behind the door. The door popped open, and Reuben burst in, Taff. already calling his name. Taff, come now. The pastor wasted no time. Go! He didn't make it through the door before he was back outside, watchfully squinting down the street. Taff joined him with his pack in his hand. I had to leave the jeep parked at the old junkyard. Reuben's brow carved with lines of worry, and he continued. There is a black SUV sitting on the street. Perhaps someone is watching the church. If you go into the arroyo, you can follow it to the junkyard. Here, take the keys. Don't worry about returning it. I never used the old thing anyway. He held out the keys and laid a hand on Taft's shoulder. Here, take it. If we do not meet again on this earth, my brother, know that I love you and I am praying for you. God bless you. I will see you again. Pastor Reuben gave Taff a hug. A weak thank you came from the Welshman's dry lips. He was so grateful for the pastor's help and his discipleship. He had grown accustomed to him. He had not fully realized he may never see him again. Taff heard a vehicle approaching and he headed for the Arroyo. It was a deep eroded washout that ran behind the church and went for a half mile towards town before disappearing. In the other direction, it widened, running down from the hills. It flash flooded often in the summers, but for now, it was just sand and litter. Taft stopped to look back at Reuben one last time. The image of the old pastor standing in the rising sun his weathered face and brown hands, absorbing its warm glow, was stamped deep into Taft's memory. He waved once more, hopped over the barbed wire fence, and slid down the dirt wall. He ran along the sandy bottom until the sides of the arroyo became too shallow. He looked over the edge through the junkyard. The Jeep was a 71 CJ5 that had seen better days. As he made his way to the main highway, he mentally went over his route. He was fairly certain the FBI was not following him. He had that gut feeling he was not in the clear. Hey, psst, real quick, let's hear a word from our awesome sponsors who make this show possible. Then we'll get back to the episode. This episode of 1232 is sponsored in part by Oasis Family Media and its family of companies including Oasis Audio, Enclave Publishing, and Sky Turtle Press. Publishers of the forthcoming epic, Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen, rendered in modern prose by Rebecca K. Reynolds and illustrated by Justin Girard. For more information, visit fairyqueen.com. That's fairyqueen.com.
or find the link in the description below. Hey, Callie Sue here, writer and director of the show. I hope you and your family have been enjoying it. And if so, you need to sign up for the newsletter right now. Follow the link in the description to get behind the scenes access, bonus material, and see how you can support the next seasons. Sign up at audio-epic.com and keep wholesome and quality entertainment available to all. Thank you so much for listening. Stay courageous. Back to the episode. The premonition stuck with him as he pulled off the highway and struck out on an old ranch road, checking the rearview mirror throughout the drive. No one was behind him. He worried less as the dust blew up in his wake. Taff had to be ready for anything. Lord, it is only by your hand that any of my plans succeed. Well, that was a quick conversation. Flint commented as he stretched behind the wheel. Yeah. Rona gasped and caught her breath. Turn around to get back on the other road. She closed her eyes tight and laid her head back. Exhaustion overwhelmed her body. Flint turned the car around and headed almost due north. Rona tossed the phone out of the window. Hey, that's mine! What'd you do that for? Flint overreacted and hit the brakes. Drive, you mother... Rona said forcefully as she hurled an insult at him. You think they aren't going to be tracking your phone? Flint thought she had a point and sped up. Unable to fight it any longer, Rona finally surrendered to sleep. Flint hadn't driven far when he started feeling weary. He pulled over at a rest stop just for a minute and woke up four hours later. Rona never stirred. You've been listening to episode six of 1232, produced by Rumble Stump Entertainment, written by Callie Sue and Cheyenne Bell, narrated by Callie Sue. Today's voice talents include Alda Montes as Pastor Ruben, Robin Cage as Rona Thatcher, Matt Burke as Taff, and Corey Keller as Flint Thatcher. This episode was mixed and engineered by Jet Black, Edited by Casey Caballero, Caballero Sounds. Music by Callie Sue and Jet Black. Mastered by Zach Bryant, Nine Moon Mastering. This episode was made possible by our generous and incredible backers through Kickstarter. You know who you are. To our knights, our bards, our Welsh bowmen, our wizards and chieftains. Thank you. Continue the adventure in episode seven.